Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. People tweet funny things. You ever make that observation? Like, So I don't always read all the responses on Twitter. I've talked about this for years, that it is not good for your health psychologically to read everything everyone says to you if you are a public figure, because a lot of people say very nasty things. But because Twitter is such an incredibly important part right now of our getting the message to you about how you can order the book, and I'll mention that again in a moment, I have been reading through a lot of the responses. Uh, this is Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. My Twitter is at ESPN Greeny. And I have pinned to the top of the page right now a link for you to order autographed copies of our forthcoming book. Got your number. We'll be in stores and everywhere else next Tuesday. Every time we put autographed copies up for sale, they, they sell out yesterday in five minutes. Um, so my, if you are interested, you can order them right now. Again, it is a link that is posted, excuse me, it is pinned to the top of my Twitter page. It's from Books a Million, so you could go on Books a Million's website and search for my name and, and the, the name of the book, which has got your number, and order your autographed copies. Again, they're going to sell out uh, at some point here very soon. So if you're going to do it, do it now. So I'm looking at some of the very nice responses. Oh, first book, first book I've bought in 15 years. Ordered, can't wait. Just pre-ordered. This sounds right up my alley. Such nice notes. And then, unrelated to that, Adam Shaw tweets, You want to improve base, baseball? Eliminate soft toss between innings. They're professionals. They don't need to play catch. They don't have a shoot-around in the NBA out of every timeout. <laughs> Thank you for your patronage. It's just hilarious. I bet this would cut out 30 minutes of game time. <laughs> this goes back to the discussion we had yesterday about how great the uh, changes are going to be with the pitch clock and how much faster the game is going to be. But I just thought, eliminate the soft toss. They don't have a shoot around coming out of every time out in basketball. That just made me laugh. Adam Shaw, thank you for that. It made me laugh. I wonder if Adam is the only one that feels this way. Is this a problem? Is this a, um, an, under, an unserved market in baseball? Those of us who hate the eight pitchers that the pitchers get to throw between innings? Is this a big problem right now? You tell me. It, it, should they not be allowed to do that? Of course they should be allowed to warm up between innings. <laughs> no, no. But, the, but how about the, the, when a pitcher comes in and has, in theory, been throwing from a mound mm-hmm. in the bullpen... Why does that pitcher need to come in and throw more pitches from this mound before we can continue the game? Well, it's a different mound. It's probably a player safety concern, I guess. But I could live with only five pitches instead of, like, eight pitches. Now we're talking. Okay, whatever. We, can, that, that sh- we just shaved off 40 more seconds right there. See that? We got great Thanks, ideas. Adam. That's why you should buy our book. Our ideas are this kind of good. Okay, <laughs> what else do I want to get to here? A couple other things before we get Buster. We have to obliterate Buster. I want to play this again because this happened when you were away. Uh, Hembo was off on uh, paternity leave. What do they call it now? Child bonding. He, were tri- he was bonding with his children. He still, that said, he was so bonding with them, they still can't identify them in a photo. So you show, you show Hembo a photo of his two identical twins. He can't tell you which is which, but he needed two weeks of bonding with them. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. So while he was away, this promo just ran for Buster's podcast. And I was listening to it. 
Bear in mind, Hembo has appeared on Buster's podcast every week, once a week, every week for seven years. Listen to this. This is Buster Only, host of the Baseball Tonight podcast, inviting you to join us. We go three days a week with great guests from players such as Mike Trout and Carlos Correa, managers like Dusty Baker and Dave Roberts, general managers like Brian Cashman and Alex Anthopoulos, and our regulars, Tim Kirkchin, Sarah Langs, Jeff Pass, and Carl Rabbit. Baseball is a great... See, here's the thing. So he says Tim Kirchin, he says Sarah Langs, he says Carl Ravage, he says Jeff Passan, and then he pauses. He There's like a pregnant pause. In, in the broadcasting world, you could drive a bus through that pause, which, in my opinion, only further illuminates the fact that there was plenty of room to say your name. If he had tried to come with the excuse, well, we just ran out of time. It's more important that I say the names Sarah Langs and Jeff Passan and Carl Ravage and Tim Kirchin. I could buy that, I guess. But what I can't buy is saying those names and then and then doing this. And then starting to talk again. I, my name was replaced by three bat cracks. I mean, I'm not gonna, I'd like to throw this out there. I think he actually said your name and, and they then they removed it. So, so Buster had 11 names on this sheet. He read the first 10. I was like, nah, let's do three home runs instead. Yeah, they had Hembo's name in there. And then when they were telling the production people, actually, no, take Hembo's name out, put the bat cracks there. Oh, wait a minute. Now, I think I've, I'm going to do a little bit of detective work here. Bubba? Who does the production for that show? Which is to say, who would have put together that promo? Buster obviously read it. Right. I, I assume it's our production guy, Tim Thomas, makes mm. it. Yeah. But, but is there no chance that you, devious little son of a gun that you are, got to that one, and actually it was you, Bubba, <laughs> that removed wow. Hembo's name in favor of the three bat cracks? Wow. Three bat cracks. I mean, couldn't have know. lived with one bad crack and Hembo's name. Do, do we have that again? Like pl- play just like the names there. Just cue it up to the names because there's so much space there. Oh, endless. Let's count the space that we have in, in there that we could have easily done. Let me know when that's cued. Either you play it or, or, or just cue it on my screen because there's so much room for that. We need the raw file of Buster's original audio. That's recording. what we need. Go ahead. Okay, here, here is it. And our regulars, Tim Kirkchin, Sarah Langs, Jeff Pass, and Carl Rabbit. Three bad cracks. <laughs> Did we need three? Why, why couldn't we have done that with one bad crack? And Hembo. Look, well, listen, this is how it would have sounded. And our regulars, Tim Kirkchin, Sarah Langs, Jeff Pass, and Carl Rabbit. Hembo. Baseball is it. It would have fit. It would have fit. I think I only replaced one bat crack. I think we could do we could still have gotten in two bat cracks. My nickname is two syllables. My last name is four, and my first name is five, then. You could have done all five. That's correct. If you want it. If you this, really want it. This is an outrage. So we will get to the bottom of this. And 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 Buster will have to explain himself mm. as we continue here in a few minutes. In the meantime, speaking of someone needing to explain themselves. I'm sorry, what? what, what, what? I'm sorry. What what? I'm sorry. What? I'm sorry. What? So you heard the Belichick stuff, right? Earlier in the week, Belichick, we played it for you multiple times. Mike Reese asked, what is it that should give the fans confidence that your Patriots are going to be good again? And he said the last 25 years. And, and everyone seems to have lost their minds over this. Well, I have absolutely zero issue with him saying it. 
Like, I mean, if someone said to me, hey, Greeny, why, why should we think that your radio show is going to be good? Could I not say the last 25 years? I have no issue saying that. It doesn't mean that the show will be good, but it means if you're betting on someone, it's not a bad person to bet on. If you're going to give anyone the benefit of the doubt, why wouldn't it be Bill Belichick? I have zero issue with him saying that. But everyone else seems to. So Belichick, I guess feeling a need to walk it back, was at LSU's Pro Day yesterday and said, we're not resting on our past laurels. That's not the message to the team or the fans. We have never operated that way and aren't now. To which I would say, who ever would have thought that Bill Belichick would be resting on his laurels? That's not the same thing. Those are two completely different things. If he had said, they asked him what should give the fans confidence. And he said, the last 25 years. That's not the same thing as saying, hey, coach, what's the best thing about your team this year? And him saying, have you seen what I've done the last 25 years? That wasn't the question. The question from Mike Reese, which is a perfectly legitimate one, is the fans have a lot of questions about this team. There's all this talk about the Jets getting Rodgers and the Dolphins are so good and the Bills are so good and the fans are worried. Why should they be confident? And him saying, do you know who I am? I alone should be the reason you have confidence. Not I alone am the reason we're going to win. He didn't say that. He said, you should believe in us because you should believe in me. And you know what? He's right. He might be right, but that doesn't mean that it was the right thing to say. Why? Because it's not obvious to most people that there's a distinction between what he's saying to Mike Reese and answering that question and the other half of the uh, and the other Hembo, half of things. Hembo. Yes. If 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 you're applying for a job, mm-hmm. okay? If I don't care. I'm just who's another talk show host? Pat McAfee. <laughs> All right? Our buddy McAfee calls you and says, "Hembo, I hear what you're doing on there with Greeny. I like it. You provide the outstanding research, plus you have a nice personality. You do a nice job there doing a little co-hosting action. I'd like to bring you in here and I'm going to pay you uh, a bunch of money to do it." You said, "Okay." And then someone else says to you, well, why should Pat McAfee have any confidence that Hembo is going to be good at this job? What would you say? Because I was great at the last one, is what I would say. Right. Isn't that what Bill Belichick is saying? Yes, but if you're a fan of the New England Patriots, the track record is completely meaningless right this second. But if you're a fan, if if you are another staff member on the Pat McAfee show, if you're A.J. Hawk, and you're sitting there saying, why'd you bring this guy in? Or, or, or actually, A.J. Hawk, I don't know, he might walk up to you and say, hey, man, why should I think that you, that you have the stuff to be here? Mm-hmm. You, you wouldn't say, Google me, I'm the best researcher in the whole freaking business? But I'm not leading 100 football players in a battle every week. Like, he's talking to those people, too. And judge the, Bill's former players, their opinions are the ones that I care about because they're the ones that say that's the exa- that is the antithesis of who that guy is. That's why it's so confounding. I bet you Robert Kraft is the one that came to Bill and said, this is unlike you. This is, like, uh, this is unlike us. Fix it. And even Bill was able to recognize the error of his ways. I don't know. Robert Kraft kind of threw Belichick under the bus by pointing out that Meek Mill texted him and said, <laughs> Lamar Jackson wants to come play for Do you. Do we really think that Robert Kraft texts? Well, we know Bill Belichick has struggles with texting, <laughs> right? Didn't he? And he's way he's younger. the one who misidentified Brian Cox. He's not that much younger. I think Isn't Bill Robert is over, he's over 70. Yeah, I mean, but he's not 40. Robert Kraft is 81. Robert Kraft is 81. I think Bill is 71. 
Yeah, you're right. It's older, but it's not that much older. 70. He's 70. He's 70. All right, fair enough. One way or another, I have zero issue with what Belichick said. We got the basketball to get to. We still got to get to Buster in here. Uh, The college basketball season's been winding down. That means the Wendy's Wooden Watch has begun. Go to ESPN.com, search Wooden Watch for the list of the Wooden Award nominees to watch as this season rolls on. The Women's Final Four continues tomorrow night on ESPN. Caitlin Clark and number two Iowa against South Carolina is the spotlight matchup. Uh, Greeny brought to you by Wendy's. Two for six bucks, the best deal in fast foods. Back in a flash on ESPN Radio. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute. But Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Greeny, the podcast. All right, Greeny with you on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. <coughs> Baseball season starts tonight. Now, this song I know because my dad would have been listening to this all the time. I know some of the old baseball songs, too. I like making fun of you. But I used to, you know what song I used to like was Let's Keep the Dodgers in Brooklyn, mm. which was Phil Foster. Oh, he wrote that about, obviously, the Brooklyn Dodgers in the 50s and anything that involved Joe DiMaggio was a hit in my house. We'll talk to Buster a little later in this hour. We also have NBA action tonight. Nuggets Pelicans presented by Indeed. Coverage begins 930 Eastern on uh, these ESPN radio stations and on Sirius XM channel 80. Let me give a couple of uh, basketball thoughts. The Western Conference this year, and we have the Western Conference finals. Most basketball fans are probably aware that we, meaning ESPN and ABC, share the NBA uh, broadcasting rights with Turner, basically TNT, and we get the finals every year is the way the deal is structured, but then in the semifinals, the conference finals, we get one and they get the other, and every year it alternates. So we had the East and they had the West last year, and this year they have the East and we have the West. And I'll be totally honest, for most of this season, I was a little disappointed because it felt like the East was going to be better. 
Now I actually think I've come around to the other side. The West is so wide open. The better teams are in the East. The top three teams are in the East. Of that, there is no question. But the West is, it's a, I'm not sure what word I'm looking for. It's, it is as unpredictable as anything has ever been. The top three teams, Denver, Memphis, and Sacramento, <clears throat> who will finish in the top three in that order, are completely untested, completely unproven. They have an MVP in Jokic. They have an MVP-type player in John Morant. And Sacramento is having the best season they've had in generations. So God bless them. Terrific. De'Aaron Fox. All that stuff. But then, looking down the bracket, starting at four, I'm just going to run through the names that are lying in wait. Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, Kawhi Leonard, LeBron James. I'm doing this off the top of my head. I think I have the order wrong. I think the Clippers are slightly ahead of the Warriors, but that's not the point. The point is that those four eminently proven stars, right? KD has been the MVP of the finals twice. LeBron has been the MVP of the finals, what is it, three times? Uh, that's right, three times with three different teams. Um, uh, 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 Steph was the MVP of the finals last year. Kawhi was the MVP of the finals twice. So you have guys who have proven they can carry. You know what? Like Bill Belichick said, you know what should give you confidence those teams can get it done? Those guys. They've proven they can get it done. So who among us is going to bet on Denver, Memphis, or Sacramento to represent the conference see so here's so there was no other circumstance in fact i would bet you there was no time in nba history that i could have offered you this bet bubba you ready for this oh yeah you can have i will bet you straight up no odds you can have the top three teams in the western conference and i'll take the rest straight up no odds to make the finals what do you think when would you ever have done that? Could you imagine what odds would you have to give in the East? If I said to you right now, I'll take Boston, Milwaukee, and Philly, and you take everybody else, what would I have to give you? A hundred to one? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, Massive maybe number. even more. In the, NBA, in the Western Conference, is that a straight up bet? Yeah, it is. Absolutely, it is. Would, That's would the, crazy. Would the other side of that ledger actually be favored? Would four through what will eventually be 10, but obviously gets pared down to eight before the actual tournament begins? If you're starting at four, probably, because right now Phoenix is the favorite, according to Vegas. That's crazy. Phoenix, by, by the way, Golden State, the Lakers, the Clippers. It's not just these teams are not tested at the top right now. Den- this is Denver's 56th season. No titles. This is Memphis's 28th season. No titles. This is Sacramento's, this is the franchise's 75th season. One title. Phoenix has never won a championship either. Those are the top four teams Did right now. Did they win a title in Kansas City? Is that when they, they were the Kansas City Kings? They won a title in Rochester in 1951. Oh, that's Red Holtzman's team. So it, it would be the first time, Red Holtzman was the point guard on that team, it would be the first time that that franchise has won. So none of the three of them have won a championship in 70 years. That's right. 70 years. Mm-hmm. So that's fascinating. And I don't know what to make of it, but I, if I had to bet right now, I would bet we're going to get something like Clip. Well, all right, so if you had to bet right now on which two teams we're going to get, and it's almost impossible to do because the seeding changes every day. You have no idea where these teams are going to wind up getting seeded. So if you were to try and predict who the conference final is going to be right now, you could very easily pick two teams who are going to wind up on the same side of the draw. Let's say Phoenix, if it ended today, mm-hmm. the Clippers are five, right, and Golden State is six. So, 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 so the Clippers and the Warriors would be on the same side of the draw as the Nuggets. 
the Grizzlies and the Kings would be on the same side of the draw as, well, in this scenario, the, 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 would that be the Warriors would, would be playing one of them in the first round, right? Right, because the plan right now, Minnesota 7 and the Lakers are 8. So just tell me right now, in yeah. a, let's say we got here. In a playoff series that started today, would you favor the Nuggets or the Lakers? Lakers. You would favor the Lakers over the top-seeded Nuggets? Yes. All right. Memphis would be the two against Minnesota, the seven. Memphis. Three is Sacramento against the Warriors. Warriors. And then in the four or five, Phoenix against the Clippers. What a... How can you pick that? Is Paul George going to play? Who knows? Who knows? Kawhi, a late scratch, by the way, yesterday, and what can only be described as stunning news. He had an itch. Um, <laughs> uh, I... The matchups have a chance to be spectacular. Now, people are going to get mad at me for saying I would take the Lakers straight up against the Nuggets. If I offered you right now, and, and the Nuggets obviously will have home court advantage, if I, if I offered you either side of that bet straight up, no odds, Nuggets, Lakers, best of seven, Nuggets, home court advantage, which side of the bet do you want? I'm taking Denver. I'm still taking Denver. I probably, I mean, I, I can't. That travel is going to be tough for the Lakers, and playing there in that altitude that, is especially tough. The altitude tough. more than the travel. That's not that long a trip. I've made that trip many times. Anthony Davis is going to have to like rest the game, too, <laughs> in that series. <laughs> well, but see, I think they're actually going to be better in the playoffs because there are no back-to-backs. True. And, and, and the, the, especially that first round, it gets stretched out. That's a tough draw, though, for the Lakers because, because Denver is so incredibly disproportionately good at home because of that advantage. That's a tough one. That's a tough one for them. I like the Lakers over Memphis. But I'm not sure I like the Lakers over. Denver. So what you're telling me is the Lakers need to figure out a way to get. Well, if the Lakers. So, so let's talk about this. Seven and eight is not seven and eight play each other. The winner of that game is seven. So the first of the play in games. So the way the, the broadcasting is going to work. I think I have the days right on this. I think the, the play in games are Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday. I think there were two of them Tuesday, two of them Wednesday. And, and then the winner, the, the two of them Friday. We have Wednesday and Friday. I think TNT mm. has Tuesday. We have the two games Wednesday, and then we each have a game Friday. Um, that doesn't have anything to do with this, though, because the point of it all is if the Lakers wind up seven or eight, then they're one win away from being seven. If, if they beat Minnesota mm-hmm. in the first play-in, then they get seven, and Minnesota falls into the jeopardy having to play the following day against right. the winner of 9-10. Mm-hmm. So regardless of, of whether the Lakers finish seven or eight, they can get in to seven. You cannot get from nine to seven or ten. So it, it, is, it is imperative, if you're correct, if you would much rather play Memphis than Denver. Do you agree with that, by the way? Yes, of you course. Do. Yes, you have to agree with it. And do you give Sacramento any chance here? Wendy talked me out of it. I was going to back them a little bit, but Wendy kind of talked me out of it today. It just strikes me. They don't play any defense. They're 24th in defense. The offense is historically great, but will it look like that when teams are trying to play defense in the playoffs? And they're all young. I mean, those players are young, have no playoff experience at all. I mean, I like them, but I do not see them getting out of it. Back in a moment on ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 
We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Greeny, the podcast. All right, Greeny with you here on ESPN Radio. We are live from the Seaport District at Pier 17, brought to you by Chase. Uh, one quick piece of business. Why are you laughing? Because <laughs> Bubba's, Bubba's not a fan of the song. <laughs> no, no, no one is a fan of the song. I mean, well, there were true. plenty of people who were fans of the song, but they've all been dead for 70 years, except you. One way or another, here's the point. Uh, no, quickly, on the book. Um, the book is coming out Tuesday. It's called Got Your Number. The autograph copies are still up there, which surprises me. So you have some period of time here. I'm sure there are very few of them left. They've gone very fast. So if you are interested in an autographed copy of our book, Got Your Number, that both of us signed, they're available right now at Books A Million. I posted the link. It is pinned to the top of my Twitter page, at ESPN Greeny. Yesterday they sold out in five minutes, but there were fewer of them then, right? And we've been up, they've been up there for an hour now. So I don't know how, they don't tell me how many are left. So if you are interested, now is the time to do it. Um, either pin to the top of my Twitter page at ESPN Greeny or go to Books A Million and search my name. And the book is called Got Your Number and you can order your autographed copies. I believe up to five of them right now. Okay. So I've got, now that I've said that, Robert Stanberry Olney third has been a dear friend of all of ours for years. He, we didn't keep track of this, but I think it is possible that no one made more appearances as a guest on Mike and Mike over the 18 years that we did that show than Buster. Mm. If not, he would have been damn close. And, 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 and obviously today is the start of the baseball season. So we have a million things to talk about with him. But first, a bone must be picked. There's no other way to say it. A bone must be picked. Buster has a terrific podcast. It is called The Baseball Tonight Podcast. And like all other hosts, he recorded a promo for it so that we could play it for you on the radio. You'd get to hear all the different reasons why you should be listening to his podcast. And in it, he listed the great managers that he has on from time to time, the players that he has on from time to time, and then he listed the regulars. Now, Hembo, have you ever been on this show? I have been on that show, Greeny. How, how often? Uh, once a week. For how long? Seven years. So I'm not exactly sure how we define regular. It's pretty regular. But it would seem to me that if you're on a show every week for seven years, you are a regular. Yeah, pretty regular. So we're going to have to find out why it is that Buster recorded this. And our regulars, Tim Kirkchin, Sarah Langs, Jeff Pass, and Carl Ravitch. Baseball is a great fishbowl. So Buster, there, not only did you not say his name, but you left enough space after the other four names that we got in not one, not two, but three bat crack sound effects in, in the time. You could have said Paul Hembikidis. You could have named his children. 
little Michelle and, you know, the other one. You could have said anything you wanted in that period of time. And instead, you actually opted to say nothing rather than to say his name. Here we are at a time in baseball where we were cutting the dead air out of everything. You left a space. Instead of utilizing the pitch clock, you left a a blank space where Hembo's name could have been. This is going to have to be explained. Greeny, I've apologized to Hembo on the podcast. In fact, I renamed him on the podcast the forgotten one, okay? I fully acknowledge that. It was a huge mistake. But for you to call me out on this, Greeny, Mm -hmm. I just want to take note of the cover of the book that you co-authored with Hembo. Yeah. Your name. Big enough in typeface, you could hang it on Times Square, okay? Hembo's name looks like the side effects fine print on the side of a pill bottle. Your name, Mike Greenberg. His name, Paula McKitties. You are co-authors, but let's not pretend you share equal billing like Woodward and Bernstein, okay? I don't want to hear from you. Oh, I can can defend this one. Now, to be very, very clear, first of all, I wrote the book. Hambo researched the book. Um, So the, the actual, the author is exclusively me, but that's neither here nor there for the purposes of this. What I didn't do, Buster... Was right was was put on the top of the book, Mike Greenberg, and then below it put three bat cracks. I did not just leave an empty space where his name might have been. I didn't put research by and then a colon and then nothing. I, his name is on there, which I think is a heck of a lot better than you did on your promo. I'm surprised that when you read that, you talk about the book, you don't go, yes, it's a book that I wrote with Paul Bikinis. (laughs) (laughs) Well, who says I don't? (laughs) Okay. So anyway, we got to get to the bottom of this. So Obviously, you have done Hembo wrong, and and that is not fair. Now, that said, a couple of interesting things. I want to start with this, and it's not where I would have expected to start, but it is a pretty good discrepancy. So today I have spoken to Jessica Mendoza, I've spoken to Buster, and I've spoken to Hembo on the the two different shows, asking for preseason projections. And I I think the biggest story going into the baseball season is, will we actually get to see Shohei Hotani and Mike Trout, who Hembo, I think you correctly said, are it's sort of like Babe Ruth and Mickey Mantle being on the same team. Will we get to see them for the first time playing meaningful games after what Memorial Day? <laughs> um, you know, some, sometime early in the season. Hembo said no. Jess said no. Buster picked the Angels to make the playoffs on Get Up this morning. Buster, take it from there. Yeah, I did. Their first meaningful games played after the WBC final. <laughs> when we get to when we get to October, because. Look, be, and it feels almost silly to say that, you know, the sleeper pick is the team that has the number one and number number two players in the world. Uh, Perry Manassi and their general manager has done a great job of putting together a better pitching staff. There's some optimism about Anthony Rendon, a uh, really important part of their lineup. who has been uh, ravaged by injuries in recent years. So, yeah, I do think they're going to get to the playoffs finally with Otani and Trout getting on the big stage. He will not be traded during the season He'll, he will make an appearance in the postseason. So then in that case, Buster, we get to October. So we get to see Shohei October for the first time to the delight of all of us. But this is his walk year. And we know that you've thrown out some really, really gaudy numbers in the past. And so if you and I are going to have a conversation, say, one year from today, at this moment, next year, for which team will Shohei Otani be playing and for how much money? 
Yeah, and, and the truth is, because I'd love to give Hembo credit, uh, the first person <laughs> I ever mentioned the number six in relation to Otani was Hembo on the podcast, in which he does such a great job. And I, I thought about it after he said this, and I, he's exactly right, because not only is he one of the ten best hitters in the world, he's one of the ten best pitchers in the world, and he's the most marketable player in the world. And what's interesting is, is that when you talk to folks around baseball, how it's assumed by so many that he's going to be playing for the Los Angeles Dodgers mm. next year. They spent this offseason uh, investing in players and very short-term contracts. They paired their payroll way back, seemingly to take a big run in the upcoming offseason, and that would be for Otani. I still think that the Mets, Steve Cohen, they'll try to make it happen. Their general manager, Billy Epler, of course, was with the Angels when they lured Otani to Anaheim. Uh, but folks around baseball really believe he's going to wind up with the Dodgers. Greeny and Hembo and Buster only with us here on ESPN Radio as the baseball season begins today. And we've got action for you tonight. Let me make sure I get this right. Yep, White Sox, Astros tonight, 7 Eastern on ESPN and ESPN Radio. Buster will appear on the broadcast, uh, both on TV and on radio tonight um, for the opening game and then obviously through the long marathon of the baseball season. Um, I asked Hembo a different question today. I'll ask it to you. Because I live here in New York, and the fans in New York are excited on, on all sides of town. If I'm telling you right now that one, but not both, of the New York baseball teams will wind up in the World Series this year, so a minimum of one and a maximum of one, which one are you telling me it's going to be? I'm taking the Mets, uh, not only because they're a great team, and we know that during the season, if they have a hole, and it probably is going to be in the bullpen after the injury to Edwin Diaz, that they will go out and fill it. But I'm more concerned about the Yankees because of their pitching rotation. Look, I think they're going to win the division. I think they're going to be back in the playoffs. But in the postseason, starting pitching is such a big deal. And having Carlos Rodon, Luis Severino out at the beginning of the year is a huge thing. And here's the other factor, too. The Houston Astros seemingly are a mental block for the Yankees. The Astros have eliminated them three of the last six seasons. And it just feels like maybe, and Greeny, you can relate to this, the uh, Chicago Bulls trying to overcome the Detroit Pistons Mm -hmm. in the late 80s. Mm -hmm. Like, it was a thing. And I think that's where the Yankees are right now with the Astros. I think the Astros are the better team, and Houston gets back to the World Series. Yeah, that's that's sort of the – that next in line – was a basketball thing back then because those same Pistons were trying to get through Boston, the very end of the Bird era Celtics, knocking on the door, knocking on the door, playing him tough, couldn't do it, finally beat him. And then along came Chicago and Jordan, same thing, knocking on the door, knocking on the door, knocking on the door, and finally beat him. The question is, do the Yankees finally beat the Astros this year? I don't see it happening, Buster, but I'm fascinated nope. by what you think of their new shortstop because it wasn't obvious to me, to, to me or to any of us that Anthony Volpe was going to break camp as the Yankees opening day shortstop which he is. Aaron Judge is playing on a new $360 million contract. He's taken care of. Is this Volpe kid going to be that kind of good? Like, kind of like Derek Jeter kind of good? Say, like, early, like what, mid-90s, I guess it would have been. What do you think? Yeah, it's almost scary to compare any player to Derek Jeter, especially a young Yankee player. But the interesting thing is that when you know, I first started hearing about him, because he committed to Vanderbilt back when he was in high school, and the Vanderbilt folks were like, this kid has it. Mm. He has a great presence He's a star. You can see it is all the confidence that it seems to rub off on other players. The question that rival evaluators had about him was, how is he going to develop physically? Because he's not that big. He's like 5'11". And what I'm hearing this spring is, you know what? The Yankees made a great bet. The kid has the strength 
and he has extra base power, and folks think that he's going to be a star right from the beginning. That's mm. what I'm getting from other teams. Greeny and Buster, as we get set for the start of the baseball season, how about some the the whole the difference in the way the sport is going to look? What's it going to look like? What what when when we? I mean, Hembo and I are excited. We have been promoting this for the longest time. I love the pitch clock. Um, I was sort of. I get, I'm in favor of them getting rid of the shift. I didn't, that was, that to me, that isn't as impactful as the pitch clock, but I also like it. Some of the other things like that give everyone a sense who is not, hasn't been paying much attention to the way this has changed everything in spring training. The time of games is down by about 25 minutes this spring compared to last spring. So the games are going to be shorter. And, you know, the folks who push back and say, I don't want to see less baseball, it's not less baseball, still 54 outs played over nine innings and it's going to be there's going to be a lot more action on the field in spring training this year 792 stolen bases greeny that's 492 more than last spring they more than doubled mm. the total stolen bases and let me tell you i think there are a lot of teams lying in the weeds on the stolen base uh attempts you know we had one spring day when i was in the mets camp buck showalter shut down the field to all writers and said look we're going over some prepa- proprietary stuff we don't want anyone to see it. I think there are going to be a lot of teams weaponizing this new rule against the number of pickoffs that pitchers can throw to first base. Yeah, uh, uh, and that's all well and good. But um, the, the question is, we had a caller yesterday, uh, Buster, who said, and I couldn't answer it. I said, I want someone to call on and tell me reasons why you are against the time of game, uh, the, excuse me, the, you know, the pitch clock, why you think this is bad for the sport. And I, I was ready to fire back on absolutely anybody. And one guy called in and said, I just like that time. Like, that's just the time that I spend sitting in front of the TV. I budget three hours and change every single night, and I don't have anything else to do. And that was pretty much what he said. And, <laughs> and I didn't have any good response to that because baseball kind of has filled that role for a lot of people, right? Like, start, it, 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 it helps you fill up the time in ways that nothing else can. That's the only legitimate argument I've heard any human being make for being opposed to the pitch clock so far. Buster, try and figure that one out. Right. If you want to kill half a work day, yeah. baseball from 2022 in recent years was for you. Right. Baseball this year is much better for people who actually want to go to a game thinking, you know what, I'm going to get a result within two and a half to three hours. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to have Buster just go over to that guy's house and sit there with him for a half hour a day and talk about baseball. <laughs> Buster, though, Buster, legitimate question that I think people are bringing up. We saw the trout Otani at bat in the World Baseball Classic. That needed some room to breathe. Like having that moment milked was not bad in the moment. Is there any argument to be made that Major League Baseball should remove the pitch clock for the postseason? No, I don't think so because in the postseason is is part of when you want to attract a right. you know a younger audience. I always talk about my son, the eighteen years old freshman in college. He's the perfect focus group in the past. Huge sports fans. He's basically telling me I don't want to watch. Today, he said, I'm more excited than ever. In fact, he just asked me for my password information so you can watch baseball today. (laughs) There we go. All right. I love it. Buster is ready to roll again. We got White Sox Astros tonight on ESPN TV and ESPN Radio. Robert will be a part of all of that. All right, Buster, I'm expecting there to be a new promo uh, for Baseball Tonight (laughs) podcast and for Hembo to be in. (laughs) Thank you, Greeny. Thanks, Hembo. (laughs) Thank you, Robert. That's Robert Stanberry. It feels good to have Buster back. Baseball's back. This is, it's a great time of year. It also just comes 
Uh, who was it that wrote the, the, that great poem about how baseball is designed to break your heart because it starts in the spring? And th- this is such a wonderful time of year because you have the start of baseball plus the Masters next week, and the weather's getting nicer up here. This is a good time of year. It's the best thing in the world when you know it's going to be on your TV every single day for the next six months. All right. We are back and better than ever, and we'll see you tomorrow right here on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio or watch the show through the Watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcasts.